0: Hello and welcome to a new limited podcast series by Leaders Edge called Falling Into It. This is a podcast where young professionals share their stories and thoughts on the insurance industry as they continue to grow their careers. My name is Zach Yule and I am a content and marketing associate here at the Council of Insurance Agents and Brokers and a contributing writer to Leaders Edge Magazine. My guest today is Andy Matheson, a 31-year-old CMO and co-founder of Glovebox and insuretech. With a bachelor's degree in communication studies from University of Kansas, Andy has been working at his company for about two years now. I sat down with him to discuss what it's like growing up in an insurance-centric household, how he co-founded a company early in his career, and the changing InsurTech landscape. Thank you for joining me, Andy. Got it. Yeah, it's, I'm pumped to be here. This is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. So my first question, as I understand, your father started the agency you would later work at, and you currently work with your brother at Glovebox. Growing up in a family full of insurance agents, how did that impact your outlook on life? Did you feel a pressure to join the same industry as your family? Uh, that's funny you ask. I was actually
1: interested in not participating in the insurance industry whatsoever. Uh, I was I was hopeful to try and do whatever I could to stay away from the insurance industry, um, specifically in the teens and the high school years and, I, and in the college years. And I say that because when I was younger, I'm talking very young, uh, you know, eight, nine, somewhere in there, I was actually putting in my uh, you know, school books and reports that I did want to be an insurance agent because I looked at my dad who was yes, just recently starting an agency and it looked like um, he was enjoying it, right? It was just uh, always on the phones, always making deals, always that next thing and helping people out. And really that's what it came down to. He would always tell me the best part about my job is to help people out. So when I was younger, it was all about insurance. And then as I got older into the teens and high school and, and college, it was like, you know what? It doesn't look, as sexy. It's not as, it's not as sexy as it may look from that <laughs> perspective of that age. And then you grow up a little bit and you get into your uh, early 20s and you kind of mature, of course, and you get into that understanding that this is an important industry. It's an important role. And by then I was ready. And, and when he came to me and approached me in, 2000, in 2011, 2000, early 2012, I was ready to jump in
0: fascinating um i uh i took a look at your linkedin and i saw a little cute post that you made about it was a picture of you in like elementary school and it was like what do you want to be when you grow up and it was one was a police officer another was the insurance agent and that's what i was alluding to right there that concept of uh at very
1: young age it looked fun and uh that for some reason, uh, got, it, it aged itself a little bit, uh, but circled back around, so it came full circle.
0: Interesting, like a boomerang effect. <laughs> Funny. I think if you ask a lot of
1: people with insurance families, I would say that's probably the case.
0: As a young person, what do you find the most attractive aspect of working in the insurance space and why? Um, I think
1: it's interesting to see how, and this word gets tossed around a lot, antiquated it is. And it gets tossed around so recent or so frequently because it's it's certainly true. Um, you're not going to find many more industries that are so far behind with digital, um, with that ease of use, um, especially in the independent channel, uh, where you're seeing the interface of uh, a client to an independent agency to a carrier is very uh, challenging from a user perspective, from a client perspective, I should say. Um, it's not very easy to understand. And, and honestly, the even just the process of going through a quote to bind to service is just a very strange concept uh, for a client. And so uh, being involved, helping the industry out, especially with what we are doing in our company, um, is, is a blast. We enjoy doing this. We know it's going to evolve quickly. Uh, tech is becoming more and more popular and everything is kind of coming together.
0: Um, over the past
1: uh, year or two, so it's it's been a, a, interesting to kind of keep the eye on the prize with with that concept in mind.
0: Sure, and that brings me segues me in my, into right into my next question. What brought you to co-founding Glovebox? I love that question, and it's really because when we owned and operated our own insurance agency
1: alongside my brother and my dad, um, we were noticing a few things. Uh, we were growing quickly. We were growing. A, Uh, at least over a million dollars a month in new business premium. And that was specific to personal lines. Uh, So we were a 95 plus percent uh, personal line shop. And that meant we were bringing on a lot of clients every single month. And we noticed um, our customer service team was overworked, um, truly um, taking on a ton of what we call tier one customer service requests every single day. Um, And tier one service requests can be anything from, hey, can you send me my auto ID card? Can you send me my deck page? Can you send me uh, information on how to make a claim or how to pay a bill? And we knew that these tasks uh, were just, could be delegated uh, delegated to technology. Um, and so we did not have a great digital platform for clients to self-service, do what they need to do on their own time and in, in their own space. Um, and so we knew we had to branch off, sell the agency and start something Um, That would help the industry. And that's where Glovebox comes in. And really just a quick, uh, you know, quick spill on what that is. It's a self-service platform specific to the independent channel that is connected to all carriers. So you have a technology that has carrier features and insurance agency features inside of one ecosphere.
0: So, what are some areas that you believe the insurance industry is lacking when it comes to serving a younger generation and needs uh, of the future consumer? Yeah, I think uh, insurance can
1: be confusing for most. Um, you know, John Smith, the, or I should say Joe Schmo, uh, to put it that way, uh, is typically not interested in worrying too much about his insurance, of course, until he needs to use it. He or she needs to actually go use it. Um, and That being said, making insurance sexy. and I kind of talked about that on the front end. Uh, but you're seeing companies like Lemonade, companies like Hippo, uh, you know, just to name a couple uh, that are making it more um, appealing and to making the uh, younger generations become more interested in, in making it uh, a priority. Um, and so that's certainly something that needs to be focused on is that. Um, marketing aspect and that's where I come into play with my role at at Glovebox but um, ensuring that it's a a, on a digital platform that allows them to get to it easily and use it within you know a short amount of time that time span it matters quite a bit if they're going to be using it as a uh, kind of that front-end interface sure so that's uh, kind of the analysis I have in mind
0: so uh, you've been discussing personal lines or insured tax in the, in the sense of uh, personal lines. Um, what I'm interested is in, you told me that Glovebox would be moving uh, from serving personal lines into a commercial space. Uh, what lines are you going to be working with? Are you going to be working with small, medium, and large businesses? I mean, you just made the comparison of Joe Schmo, um, but obviously Joe Schmo is, is different than an actual uh, large company. Uh, Let's put it this way. Uh, When we, again, were managing and operating our agency,
1: uh, being that we were way more than a majority of uh, personal lines, we knew that that was the easy long-hanging fruit to find a solution on. So Glovebox, the ability to manage your insurance regardless of the uh, carrier that you have policies with specific to uh, the product. So right now you can manage your home and your auto um, and your umbrella and your toys, uh, you know, RVs, boats, those types of things. Um, so you can manage all those inside of your glove box app for your independent agency. Um, but we are going to be adding life, health, and commercial uh, to manage any product in those spaces here in the next mm, 30 to 60 days, really uh, pushing hard to get that out quick. Um, So when you're going to see that available, it's going to allow for an interface uh, that is going to say, hey, you know, if you have these other products, life, health, commercial, click here to manage those products. And when you click, you're either going to be getting a quote from your agency on those products, the independent agency that you have policies with, or you're going to be able to select your carrier and go ahead and manage it right there. Um, So it's going to give you some options. It's really going to round out the Um, you know, obviously the PNC, but life and health uh, aspect of of managing insurance policies. So specific to what commercial is going to look like, um, you know, uh, as a user, you're going to be able to request certifications, um, being able to get uh, your documents quickly and easily, uh, pay a bill, start a claim. Um, So that that varies as far as small, medium or large businesses, but uh, really just the certificates are going to be big and being able to request those. Uh, right there in the application, and of course, getting access to your documents and, and all those other features as well.
0: So, how do you apply your insurance background to the tech space? Well, uh,
1: tech is hard, there's a lot of it, and they have a hard time communicating with each other or working well together, uh, you know. And so, we're trying to bring it all in one ecosphere and have it work great. No, I'm not talking specifically about our product being hard. It's more about technology as a whole. Um, we run into software things like third-party software issues or even just Zoom meetings or whatever it may be. Um, tech is hard. And so having a little bit much, I should say a little bit, much more experience and knowledge on insurance versus technology. That's been an interesting aspect of the shift from owning an agency and being a partner or operating an agency versus coming into a, a company that is an insure tech company and dealing with tech every day. So
0: I guess um, that's
1: been an interesting shift, if you will.
0: What do you see for the digitization of the industry in the next five to 10 years? Tough to say. Uh, Carriers specifically
1: are becoming more aware of the need to provide a better digital experience. Kind of starts with the carriers. you name the carrier they're probably in the process of building a better experience um, for their clients um, so we are trying to push them along i know the agencies are in getting those things like apis set up apis allow for better integrations and you know better transfer of data and such uh, from their systems over to the third parties um, and so I would say the digitization is probably becoming um, um, I think it's coming into a funnel of just like their fo- the focus, right? The focus of that being a front and center for these carriers to, to implement ASAP. They're already behind the times. They are just putting a lot of money and effort toward that now. And so I think it's going to speed up when you see um, what's been going on with certain, carriers with their involvement in InsurTech and involvement in their own uh, proprietary systems and acquisitions, and um, and so that's that's happening a lot faster. And so it's, in the next few years, I think you're gonna see a lot of um, more help and, and solutions for independent agents specifically that can utilize these, uh, you know, all these platforms that are
0: coming forward, specific from carriers. So essentially, just business is happening faster and quicker than ever before.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of the obvious uh, response. But it really is money and support is getting pushed there. And uh, COVID obviously helped that because client experience means everything, whether it's sales, service, you know, what it claims, whatever it may be. And so that's that's where companies are headed. And it's happening very quickly right now.
0: You are still pretty young into your professional career are there any spaces in insurance that you could see yourself working in, in the future? Um, outside
1: of Glovebox, which is obviously my baby, uh, you know, co-founder
0: CMO hope to be doing this for as long as possible. Well, let's say, let's say your baby, your baby grows up. <laughs> um, is there anything else? And maybe, maybe you have another baby. <laughs> I, I have
1: uh no not in business i have two young young girls but uh two young daughters but no i in in the insurance world i always am a marketing guy through and through um marketing heavy everything it's been my career uh, since the agency days so you can probably envision some sort of a role uh chief marketing officer or like um, you know a similar role and maybe another Uh, type of a company. And InsureTech is very interesting. Uh, So it's probably
0: where you could see that that future looking. How can the insurance industry attract more young people to work in it right after college?
1: Boy, I love that question. Um, (laughs) You know, it's, gosh, I have a tough time answering that. And I say that because a lot of times these insurance companies with and specifically I'm talking independent agencies are typically family owned and operated so typically the kids are stepping in um which was my scenario and you're seeing that over and over again so second and third generation uh agency owners that's probably where you're going to see a lot of the evolution of you know younger uh, individuals running agencies, being in the industry, starting their career as an agent, a service rep. Um, and so I think that's what's kind of going to move it forward and, and, you know, bring that age uh, demographic down. Um, but, you know, ultimately, too, is is the, <laughs> we keep talking about the digital piece, but if you're going to make it um, a good-looking uh, interface, whether it's web, app, um, you know, whatever that might be, it's going to appeal to that younger crowd. And I think I'm seeing it right now. People are becoming more curious on what that career could look like for them. I will just make a side comment. We are always uh, looking at websites of agencies out there. And I got to say most of them, and I'm being generous when I say that, uh, are really bad. They're bad, bad websites. They don't do anything. They look poor. They don't uh, have any appeal. And so that's, to be one thing right there, right off the bat. What do I do when I'm interested in working at a company? I go to their website. And if that's poor, what am I doing going to that company? So I would say you're going to see, you know, if you have a good website, you're going to attract more people. That's a good start. And then if you happen to have a mobile app, I promise you, you're going to get more appeal.
0: Well, uh, thank you for this uh, fun and engaging conversation. Absolutely.
1: It's been fun chatting with you. And it's interesting to hear some of the questions you posed because of... So some of them have never uh, been able to answer um, as far as on, on a, a platform like this. So that's
0: uh, I'm glad you kind of took the time to ask that. Thank you for listening to Falling Into It. Please listen to more of our podcasts and content at leadersedge.com or on our SoundCloud account. Till next time, I'm Zach Yule. Have a good one.